city. It is this sprawling massive place miles and miles across. Been here as long as anyone can remember. Nobles play their power games. Guilds maneuver for money and influence. Dark things emerge from the shadows to hunt. And the lamplighters take everything in while keeping the darkness at bay. The thing I always wonder is why. Why do these lamplighters keep the darkness back? What investment do they have in Avalon? Streets of Avalon, an urban RPG setting by Brett Blazinski for the world's most popular role-playing game. Ask for it at your friendly local game store or head over to GamingNBS.com forward slash streets. Gaming NBS episode 344 being recorded Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021! <laughs> Welcome to Gaming NBS, the tabletop RPG podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Brett. Welcome to the show, folks. Welcome back. Glad everybody's here. Sean, how are you, man? Been uh, struck with the random remodeling bug. So, have you been able to do any gaming since we talked last, or have you just been uh, up I, to your ass in paint and, and uh, ceiling and floors? What have you been doing? Game you Delta, gaming? Delta Green last night. Because I had, oh, you know, there you go. Those guys were like, hey. Run Delta Green, and I'm like, okay. So How'd it go? Uh, it was one of those where you kind of get to the point where it's like, all right, we uncovered this rock, uncovered that rock, uncovered this rock. Now what? Now what should we do? So it was, it was good. I like it. I was a little off my game. <laughs> We've been busy. It tearing, also, your, tearing your home office apart. Yeah. So for those that aren't in the know, I woke up on Tuesday. No, last Friday. Thursday? I don't know. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Thanks, Brett. Tell me what day it is. <laughs> and I decided to up at 730 in the morning. I was checking my router for some reason, decided to upgrade the firmware. And I bricked my router. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> So Sean's frantically trying to get his router in place before a 10 o'clock meeting with a client. And as he's doing that, he goes downstairs, starts screwing with stuff. And, oh, I've got an extra one that I've been paying for two years. Well, I'll plug that in and use that. And then I'll go in and check something. So I've got this room behind this, behind here. And I pick up the litter box I got a stinks. What the hell? Litter boxes stink. Sure. I put the litter box down and then I get, wait a minute. Why is my hand wet? Oh, for fuck's sake. So I place the litter box on the floor. Well, the bottom of the litter box is wet. So it's piss, like cat piss. Oh, they did the whole hanging off the edge and there you go. Yeah. Lovely. And then, oh, lovely. So I have this, this was all carpeting. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. And I had this, this, litter box on i cut out carpeting a square and put like this old vinyl plank that i had and i just put it down there for the hell of it but that was all just wet and of course the bottom litter box i set it somewhere well it's now i transferred it over there damn it so i got the router hooked up and then i'm like you know what i got the the, sh- the rug cleaner liquid cleaner thingy vacuum out started you know running that through it was just a mess. It was just by 11, 1130, I had 
five huge things go wrong and I could not take it. So literally, I don't know if it was later that day. I think it was later that day. I just ripped, I started ripping out my carpet. Yeah, Sean, Sean pulled the brat. He's like, fuck this. He burned it down, salted the earth, and now has to rebuild. <laughs> Not that you guys care, but I ripped out my carpet. And then, of course, underneath the carpet was, yes, if you guessed carpet, you win. <laughs> two levels of, two levels of carpet. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Wait a minute. It doesn't end there, ladies and gentlemen. That's oh, right. There's a, hor- there's a horrible, nasty foam pad glued to the floor. A very, very thin foam residue. And its I don't know if it's glued or it's just been sitting there for so long that it's been embedded into the concrete. So Sean has to scrape it up. Yeah! But that doesn't end there, ladies and gentlemen, because you know what? Shit, if you're going to pull up the carpet, you might as well paint all the walls and the trim and the molding and change all the fixtures. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I'm going to get some vinyl flooring. Yeah, simple enough, right? Give some vinyl flooring, order some, go go online, have it get screwed around by the people you buy it from, and then you finally have it delivered. It's a day late, but it's delivered, and you might be able to get it knocked out before the show on Wednesday night. 42 cartons. Of the wrong product! Yeah! That's right. Sean Knucklehead bought the wrong shit. Ah, so now he has 42 cartons of freaking glue plank freaking crap stuff that he doesn't want. Yeah! Yeah! And then you figure out how to return it, though, so they're coming to get it. They're coming back. I got to give them credit. They screwed me around, but then they said, yeah, we'll pick it up. I'm like, oh, my God. And they're... They didn't say anything about charges, so I got to go out and load all that on the pallets tomorrow morning because I don't want it out in the public for people to see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be scammed, yeah, at that point, yeah. And then I took the day off today thinking I could do flooring. You'd be laying floor, yeah. I haven't been laying flooring. I've been painting doors and putting and painting trim and putting fixtures on and a railing, and I have been losing my fucking mind. I was trying to get my, uh, I, I assume you haven't gotten my risotto order yet, because I put that in a while ago. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, so once I, now two and a half weeks later, I will get flooring, and then I'll put it in this place, and it's going to look top notch, and then I got to get molding, and then I'm, then I'm going to be done. And then I'm going to fix this setup. Like, I don't like the, the, the shit that I got going around here. I even took, so on top of it, when you like, I have a gaggle fuck of wires behind all this shit, right? Yeah. So of course, my wife's like, "Hey, Alexa, turn on the living room lights." Sean, we don't have any lights. Can you turn on the lights? Sure. Okay. So I have to get since I bought new Wi-Fi because I bricked my router. I troubleshot. I troubleshot my freaking internet for like two hours one day because the fucking shit wouldn't work. All I had to do is reset it. It's so <sighs> fucked. So now I got the... So, <laughs> so Sean's like, I'm going to put this shit in a little area and no matter what fucking happens, it's always going to work. If Sean pulls all his crap apart, it's always going to work because it's all behind this wall mounted. It's like a wiring closet. There you go. 
So I'm sorry that I had to go off on this rant, but I if not, it, it's my mental health is that you need you needed that dude. You were you were in my paper. I've got I the box, messages I've got for the Brett and some guys. I've got the 18 hours worth of boxer <laughs> messages of the blow by blow of what the fuck is wrong with me? How come I can't do this? Oh my god, I can't believe this company did this to me. Yeah, I was like day 30, just day, day 35. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said food. <Yeah. laughs> Somebody said food. Yeah. Day day four hundred and thirteen. I thought they passed me in the wrong dossier. Wait, wait a minute, wrong game, wrong game. Wait, what are, where are we? What's going on? Anyways, oh lord. I so literally, folks, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't record on Monday as scheduled, and then last night I had a game, and then Brett was like, Wednesday will work, and literally up until like seven twenty. This dude did not have his computer like powered on or anything. So I'm like, I don't know if any of this shit's going to work cuz I had to I tore shit apart. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, for gaming on my side, just to throw this at you, I didn't get a ton in. Um one of my gaming group found out um his mom is incredibly sick. So, um we're trying to he needed to cancel a game go visit, talk to doctors, and figure things out, uh, uh, which just sucked. Um, I yeah, that's this, not, like, what I'm doing is nothing compared to that shit. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things, like, oh, I'm not trying to top you. It's just one of those things that kind of, that wrecked my last Thursday's game. Where we're like, you know what? It's all right, Alpha, go deal with your stuff. Um, I took off that evening then with AJ, went up to the family place in the UP, and he and I played board games and a card game called Three uh, Three Cheers for Master by Atlas Games, which we like. Um, played an older version of Talisman. I think it's the third edition uh, back when um, Games Workshop still published it. And then uh, Duke. Yeah, we like doing that. So then we got some really good hiking time. It was nice being outside. Bugs were thick, brutal bad in the one section woods we went through, which kind of drove, uh, drove my son a little more nutty than it did. But otherwise, it was really nice to get away for a little bit. And Just then, put some deed um, on you, man. You're good to go. Oh, I deeded up pretty good. Deeded up, it was yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, wait till your lips turn blue, then you then you know you've got enough. <laughs> good to go. <laughs> but this week is back to Alpha's game, and then um, let's see here. Oh, Friday, I'm gaming with my kids because the holiday kind of messed things around. Kids have finals this week and stuff. So, but <clears throat> I think both of them are done with school on Friday. So Friday night we'll play some. First edition AD and D Forgotten Realms with the kids, so that'll be fun. Uh, let me think here. Oh, Game of Con. I've got uh, I marked my calendar so that this weekend I can put my act to get get my shit together and either submit my games or at least get the uh, the blurbs down, figure out what it is I want to run, how many games I want to run, and so forth. I don't like to overload myself. Um, I can't do uh. Brendan LaSalle, where I run like 18 gajillion hours or something nuts, or Doc, where he runs, I ran for 46 hours straight. I haven't slept in days. I, I can't do that. But I've got at least run one, if not two Avalon games. I'll probably pull something else out, too. Just not quite sure what. But I'll run a two, three games. Something will happen. So two, three, four, two, three, two, three, whatever four, takes. Something like that. 20. Two, three, 220, 221. 220, whatever 221, whatever it takes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, hey, if you're going to run, run for Gaming and BS, let us know. That's right. You know, Absolutely. let us know. We'll make sure somebody's going to f- show up for that game. And um, we will appreciate it. And we've been known to give a, a, a gesture of goodness. Yeah, we got to talk about that, man. 
We, we do that figured out too. Shit, you and I got some. We should, got some stuff to talk about, man. Should order them now. Fuck. Probably should. Yeah, I should probably order them and have them delivered to your place. So that for some reason they don't show up three hours north when they need to be down there or something dumb. We'll figure this out. I have the box that you gave me too. So, all right. Do you know Perfect. how many's in there? I haven't opened it. Twenty. Thirty. Okay. okay. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. So yeah, random encounter. Let's move random, on. Let's random encounter. All right. Cool. We'll never get anywhere today, otherwise let's just go on. Two to four miscellaneous points, gaming geek, we want to bring chair with you. You know what? I'll start. You've had a rough day. What? Oh, no, no. I know. See, might as well just keep me way off my toes. Exactly. I'm just whack, boom. You're back in the heels. Just boom, cheap shot. All right. Mark Tasaka wrote into us an email. So I'd like to wish you a respectful and honorable Memorial Day. I'd also like to thank you and the veterans for your service to our community. Um, I believe you served overseas uh, Germany is part of an army artillery unit. This is to Sean. And Sean, that is correct. Yes. You were yeah, Germany, yeah. you were artillery. I I was, yep. I was a 13 Echo Fire Direction Specialist. Was that I, Lords of Battle? King of Battle. King of Battle. My apologies. King of Battle. Infantry is Queen of Battle. That's right. <clears throat> he goes on as well. Big I guns. Let you, uh, oh yeah, big guns. Big guns. Big, 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 okay, guns. <laughs> Take that, Sergeant Dan. <laughs> Mark comes back uh, and he continues. He says, as well, I want to let you know I recently wrote a Dungeon Crawl Classics adventure and have mentioned Gaming BS podcast in the acknowledgments. I sent some copies to you and Brett, plus some extras for your friends. The drive through RPG order was dispatched this week. He's hoping you can receive it sometime this week, which is pretty cool. Please let me know if you do not receive the books in the next couple of weeks to so follow up with drive through. Keep up the excellent work you're doing with podcasts. Sincerely, Mark. Mark, that's super sweet of you, man. That's very nice. Very, very kind of you to send us anything like that. That's so nice. And I did confirm that I did get them. So I'm like, what did? What is this? I like, what did I order? And then I opened it up, and there's ten modules. And I'm like, I know this is Mark Tasaka. <laughs> it's got to be Mark. That son of a gun. He sent us. I know ne- we never thanked him on the air, but I did thank him in an email that he sent me a bunch of sent us. I ate it all. But I figured you would. It comes to me. <laughs> Uh, a bunch of candy from Canada because he was like, you guys have different candy. Like, just a box ton of candy. I ate all the chocolate stuff, all the good stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. And then he sell, sent us like 10 of his of his modules that he wrote. And, and he has done that in the past that we and we have given them away. And yep. it's it was for, like, I think we gave him around a game hole con. DCC yes. compatible mm-hmm. stuff. So, um yeah, we'll be we'll be looking at giving those away. Probably game hole con because then we don't have to ship them. But we may yep. ship a few. We, we'll see. Thanks, Mark. Absolutely, Mark. You're top notch, dude. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Not just because you sent that to us. That was just just kind of you to even think about us in any way. So that's just really nice. Yeah. And thank, thank you. you so thank much you for that. Over to you, Sean. All right. So Ray Otis comments on his own topic. Expecting too much from RPGs. This guy. First of all, I laughed pretty loud when Sean jokingly told me to fuck off. <laughs> I love was that. He, well, was he joking? I'm kidding. <laughs> of course you were. Carry on. Oh, yeah. It was funny. Uh, certainly. When I, uh, I think, oh, I love that. And I certainly don't want to be the sad sack that makes everyone depressed about their RPG love. I think you all did a good job with the topic and hit a lot of perspectives. Certainly, when I wrote that post, I needed balance. And it had nothing to do with not having fun. 
I am having fun with RPGs, maybe too much fun. I discovered that I was using them to escape other things in life that needed my attention. And when I felt down about RPGs, it was more about guilt. The guilt of disappearing too much into RPG hole and not spending a proper amount of time working hard, taking care of my physical health, and relating to friends and family and so on. So, the point. Sometimes you need balance, even when... You are having a good time with RPGs. I play three times a week and love my groups, but for a well-rounded life, for me at least, I need to put my energy into other things too. I know Brett hunts, and I know now how much Sean loves making risotto. <laughs> which, is, which is Ray's polite way of telling you to go fuck off. So I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Ray. No, thanks, Ray. I like the um, good perspective, too. You know, something the balance, even when you're having a good time with your hobby and so on. I think that's important. So very good. Cool. Thanks, man. I thought it was a fun topic. It was something a little bit different. Yes. To talk about. So it was pretty cool. It was cool. All right. Who we got next? Ah, Blake Ryan. <clears throat> on streaming and recording RPGs, I ran about 50 sessions online, most available on YouTube's. One thing I like to do is I can screen share location pictures, large scale maps, and NPC portraits using famous people in sepia uh, or sepia to uh, give fuel to theater of the mind, uh, condiments to the shared meal, you might say. Most of the games have been with the gauntlet, where rule questions are generally typed into chats, so verbal is mostly in character. Everybody mutes themselves unless they are talking to remove excess audio clutter. Spotlight is shifted often to keep people engaged, and bio breaks every 60 to 90 minutes is standard. I'm massively in favor of recording games. I shall tell you why. During the 90s, I played and ran hundreds of games, like two to four a week. Some of them were great fun, and some of them were goddamn train wrecks. But they're really starting to blur thanks to the distance of time. But with YouTube, etc., you can go back and watch the stories you created, learn from the lessons, and laugh at the bizarre situations that evolved. Even when that stuff happened two years ago, I could rewatch and go, wow, I'd forgotten that. That game was a cracker. Pretty cool. You know, like I hadn't actually thought about the uh, reference aspect of streaming stuff online. So that that's the piece that you wrote there that really that made me go, huh, interesting. Never even thought about that. But there's something to be said there. It's going to be, did that game go the way I thought it did? Well, let's rewind that and find out. Because <laughs> you know, we have a different memory, as you said, with time. Um, can color and change how we see things, but that's the actual capture of what it is. So, all right, Sean, what do you want to do here? There was a, there was a person on Twitter that responded. So we put out, I put it out on Twitter. We put it on <clears throat> Twitter. Uh, what are two to three most important elements of either producing or consuming an actual play show, um, podcast or stream? And we had some, people respond and of course some were like good audio quality you know rules you know whatever their preferences were and one of them felt like we were i don't know we got on a tent me and somebody else were talking about you know listening to people eat potato chips or something like that and the individual said hey i feel like i'm being attacked and I can't, I think they subtweeted it, so it's not under their original post. But I had to ask them, like, if it's, if you're not, we'll get into it. But yeah, I mean, some of the, some of the other pieces had, a, um, 
Grand House Media um, LLC had po- well, having a format like, hey, you know, have a have a set like theme songs and just it's not that hard to do to put some skills into it and so on. Um, changing up the cast, adding players. I thought um, from like, hey, if you want to do this and make it a an event type of thing, pretty cool. He had some good, get some yes. good pieces in there. Yeah, but it, like VC wait-ins had character story mechanics. You know, and commenting on each audio quality, you know, the Huss man, who we know. Um, Blake chimed in, of course. So, yeah, we should probably get into it, right? Let's jump, man. All right, let's, let's go. get to the main topic. <laughs> all right, so Sean wanted to talk about this, so it's, this is all his fault. In addition to uh, destroying his basement, he's making me talk about this. Um, this is the, the, I'm telling you, it's the wrecking ball. Like it's the wrecking ball. Yeah, when you have that small, just when when something small happens to you, bring in the wrecking ball. Do the most you could do to fix that. Like yeah, like if it's your game, and uh, I don't burn know, burn it down, burn it down, salt the earth. And, yeah, and, yeah uh, burn it down. Tell start everybody, all the, fire all your players and start over. Make your own. So, make make your, your own and then get different people to play with. <laughs> exactly, because I hate them all. So, now, while Sean and I were talking about this a little bit off the mic, so we didn't want to spoil the conversation too much on, on the, you know, nobody can hear us type of thing. One of the things that's interesting to me is from live streaming, I, I think about live streaming, I, I pull back from... Having a good format, how much production value, how much this sound quality. To me, some of that stuff is kind of that's great, but that's almost not an advanced topic. But that's like the next stage of the topic for me. I think honestly, Sean, when when people say, "Hey, I want to stream my game," my first my first question is why. And I, I learned to do that to everybody I work with because somebody will come up and say, "Hey, Brett, you're the infrastructure director. Um, could you build me five SQL servers? For why? What for?" Well, we'd like to try this, that, and the other thing. How about you use the dev boxes that are already assigned to your team that are in the global? Oh, yeah, that. Okay, cool. Bye. Thanks. Otherwise, I just gave my DBA team a shit ton of work and then they riot, right? Why would I? This is dumb. Screw DBAs. Oh, dude. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Some of my favorite people are DBAs. They're all right. Anyway, so I think there's got to be like, why are you doing it? Because I, I think what I. I've heard people talk about like, is it worth it? How much work is it? Oh my gosh, I got to do all this stuff and things. But why the hell do you want to do it? And I, fame and fortune, baby! Yeah, oh yeah, you can make tens of dollars doing this. That's right. Yes, I think there's a, there's an interesting piece that comes to my mind when I think about why, and it's because of some of the negatives that people run into. And are you prepared for that? So Matt Coville talked about this a while ago. I think I brought it up in the show when he was first streaming his game. Um, the he called it the the uh, the what was it the the signal to noise ratio. He said the noise was getting too much, and basically basically he said people are slagging on his players like they don't they're not doing proper voices. They're not. They're not actors. You're not an actor. You have no business. He was told this. You have no business streaming as a game master because you're not a trained actor. Matt Mercer can because he's good enough, blah, blah, blah. I mean, Um, you know. Well, yeah, clearly. 
<laughs> the other thing that that he said was kind of he said my friends are trying to play this game and enjoy it with my friends and share it with some people and the scrutiny was annoying like he had a friend of his made this little logo for him and somebody like the guy took it out of his own time set up all this stuff did all this work helped matt out this cute little logo a cool logo kind of fun and someone in there read it was like this is bothering anybody else this is like two pixels off like from center <laughs> <laughs> that's like I show it to my buddy. He's like, fuck that guy. Right. I mean, it just it, it can be a very vitriolic place because it's online and you're in the public eye. Um, Sean and I, we pick on Mudskipper. Mudskipper hates us. And that's fine. <laughs> um, I talked about him for a while. Love you. Um, but whenever you we do can something bash like shit out of him because he's not listening to the show. <laughs> not listening to fuck you, Mudskipper. <laughs> but somebody's going to listen to whatever it is or watch whatever it is you're doing. And they're not going to like it. And there are people who are compelled at the deepest part of their soul entity being whatever drives them that they must grab the nearest keyboard, log in to their account and tell you personally how much you suck or how much they could have done it better or whatever it is. And I don't bring that up to like scare the crap out of people, or whatever, but that is shit that happens. So when someone says, well, I really want to stream my game, I'm like, why do you want to do it? And are you ready for any of this stuff that sometimes comes with it? Because if you're going to, if Sean and I say, hey, I'm going to run Streets of Avalon and um, I want to get some BSers to play. Great. So we're going to do that thing. And if I spring on them, bless, oh, yeah, Sean and I are going to stream the game. You could get a group of four people show up and go, I don't, uh, uh, you know, it could kind of freak people out, <clears throat> Right. So if you're setting this up like you're going to stream, it's a thing you really want to do. I think the reason, some of the best reasons I saw in our Twitter feed there, Sean, were the whys. I'm trying to teach a system. You know, I want to showcase a setting. I want to, entertainment is the foremost thing. The rest of it is secondary. Showcase role-playing aspects, story-building skills, um, showcase players, game master skills, abilities, and so on. Interacting with viewers, some some uh, some shows take a, a big interest in interacting with chat rooms. They actually, have people monitoring chats, making sure that they can go back and forth, building that online community, <clears throat> right? So that they're watching you live and being in the audience member is a big piece there. And I, I think when you have, if you don't have a goal in mind, it can be very easy to get to try to be everything for everybody and not try to stick to what it is that you're there to do. Cause if you try to be everything to everybody, Sean, and I've talked about this, about this podcast, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is how we're going to talk about it. And some people are like, well, yeah, but if you did this other thing, we're not interested in that. That's a different show. Go do that other show. If you want to, or find someone else, it's just not our bag. If you try to be everything to everybody in a stream, it's not going to go well. Cause you're going to miss every mark or, or hit some better, and skip over a couple others and so on. So so that to me is a big thing. Like why the hell do you want to do it? So Sean, do you do you stream your um uh Forbidden Lands games? I don't stream them. I told the guys I wasn't mm-hmm. going to stream them. I do I did record them. Mm-hmm. And then we had some pretty we had to change up some some technology and and so like there was one session I didn't because it became a problem. Why were you recording it just for posterity for reference? Well, I was going to probably launch it audio wise, or I could upload it to YouTube. 
honestly. But I think if I were to, if it wasn't a one shot, because we've we've done that too, you know, with Merck, Merck, Berg, it meant RPG or um, White Lies or whatever. Um, I think those two for sure, they're one shots. So mm-hmm. they were, I thought they were fairly decent um, in the way that they, it, they both were run by Harrigan, shocker. And so they were good run games, one shots, and they're good players. And I think they're, if you're going to stream or you're going to record them, if I were to do it again, I would say, okay, here's the deal. We're going to stream this game. What does that mean? And probably take some time to let the players kind of how it's going to roll or how it's going to be produced or if it's going to go to YouTube, what it's going to look like. So I honestly think some of this is it. it's kind of re- cliche, replay the cliche of Session Zero, right? But this yes. is another, this is an absolute no, another level of we're going to do this. What are your expectations as player and game master and group of what it means to stream the game? Some people are like, I don't give two fucks. We're just going to play the game how we play it. If someone doesn't like us and they don't like our silly potty humor and they don't like this and they don't like the way that we're, we're always get fucking hammered when we play or I'm eating chips, I don't give a shit. Okay, fine. That's your shtick. That's your right. thing. Nothing wrong that's with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I am absolutely. I promise you, I am not backing on that. that nothing thing, wrong with it if you don't care if anybody listens or not. Yeah, but if you if you say, well, what I'm trying to do. So when I did the Streets of Avalon actual play podcast, it was specifically because I wanted to use it as a marketing arm for yes. a Kickstarter that I knew was going to come. We wanted to make sure we showcase certain pieces. We picked some good players. I thought I did a good job myself. We had a lot of fun doing it, and we cranked this stuff out. It was a ton of fun. But there was a goal in mind, right? And we talked about it up front saying, hey, we're not going to – it's about showcasing the setting and the types of stories to be told in the setting more than it is the 5e system. So we're not going to worry a ton about what mechanic do you use, what type of initiative system – we didn't get into tons of that because that was not the goal. The goal was setting characters and the story components of it. So the idea being, again, <clears throat> to showcase Avalon and say, this is what it's like. These are the type of games you can play here. Here's some cool story ideas. So that was the purpose, and that helped drive how, from an actual play perspective, we approached everything. You know, no one said, well, okay, so when I roll this die, I add these two bones. There was no outside mechanical narration really i was gonna say i I listened to a couple of the episodes and i don't remember if you guys mentioned the mechanics like roll me a 20 i rolled a 16 okay i don't know if you did that that happens like okay give me a one of my stupid little cliches is uh give me a quick uh whatever check give me a quick athletics check give me a quick like like the speed of the check matters for some reason like like give me a slow dexterity check no one ever says that anyway so it's say, hey, give me a <coughs> dexterity save, throw me an athletics check, do this, do that. They roll, yep, got a 13, got a 14. That was the extent, though. Okay. Hey, Brett, why did you choose that? Why did you do this? There was not a lot of well, what I would consider. If, if you listen to that, you're not going to learn how to play 5e, is what I'm telling you. Fair. 
the reason I bring that up is some people will play the game and then the person that edits will take that out. Yes. Sometimes you can hack all that stuff out because it right. has nothing to do with it. So again, I wanted to showcase the system, like see me, the setting and mm-hmm. the, the system was, you know, just a secondary piece. That was a focal point and that helped to drive how we, how we tried to present it. And I think if you look at things like Critical Role, Role or whatever, they have things they're trying to showcase and do or draw your attention to versus other components, right? They're not there to teach you how to play Dungeons and Dragons, I don't believe. No. From what I've watched. I would not I would not say I want to learn how to play D&D. Watch those guys. I mean, if you wanted to learn... Well, you, I, and Frank House, when we were with Craig Shipman and we did um, Blades in the Dark, right? we went through the mechanic components of it. Like, oh, that's how that functions and so forth. But it was n- that was not, in my opinion, a teaching the game stream. Right. And like, if nothing else, and let's say Craig were to be, uh, Craig's listening to this right now going, Brett, you dick. It was absolutely that. He may perceive it as that. I did not. And that, again, does it matter? No, it's not that big a deal. Um, But if we were going to do that all the time, and Craig said, look, what I really want to do here is really teach people the Blades in the Dark system. Then I would say things like, okay, Craig, how do do you want to do that? Right? We're going to do this long term. That was a one shot. How do you want to do that long term? Do you want me to stop you and ask you? what the mechanic is, how do we, how do we make that happen? Because again, in that session zero type of thing, there's more my perception of what it means to teach someone a game, yours, Craig's, Frank House's, Harrigan's, Eileen's, Ange's, it's all different potentially. And how you're going to teach someone a game, how I teach versus how you teach Sean, two different people, we teach differently. You do it wrong. I do it the right way. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You're still paying attention. You got, I got an eye roll. All right. Just want to make sure you're still with me. But I'm does too that make exhausted sense? to do anything else? <laughs> I figured I'd get away with like a little extra sass because you, you're too tired to come through the phone on me type of thing. But does that make sense though? It's kind of a session zero goal in mind type of thing. It is. It is. And it's because when you decide to do that, whether you have experience or not, there's going to be somebody at the table that might not. And so when you, I mean, there's, look, there's role, there's playing the game. That's not what we're talking about. Like you play the game, whatever. But if you decide to record it and you want to put it out there for a particular reason, again, Brett talked about the many reasons. Yep. I think it's, you have to, if somebody hasn't, and I'm terrible at it. I haven't sat down like Blake and VC when we played Delta Green. We're going to stream it or something and say, okay, here's kind of how it's going to roll. We just flip the switch and we kind of, we we get through it. It's, and it's not bad. It's not, it's not bad at all. But at the same time, a lot of, like, here's the deal. When you watch Twitch streamers and they're playing actual plays and it's critical role or whatever it is, there's a certain format and a certain approach and most, some of them are, you know, hey, I'm a live streamer. That's what I do for a career. And they have a script. So when they say, hey, thanks for, you know, we're going to th- throw it over to Brett. Brett, hey, welcome. Blah. You know, the format of what you have Brett say can 
can matter. I mean, absolutely. Or yes. Brett feels off, like he doesn't know what to say when you say, "Okay, Brett, you're on the spot." Hey, Brad, how can people find you on the internet? Uh, right, right. The only reason I have that answer is because I've been asked, asked and answered it a, you know, a few right. dozen times. But some people are like, I don't know. Do I give them my Twitter account? Do I give them my website? Maybe have uh, – Fuck off. I don't want anybody to follow me. Tell I mean, us a little some, bit about yourself people- and why you're here to play White Lies. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, it's so it's it's a weird thing, but it it some people do it better than others, and some some you just need to kind of like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. I would even say if I were to do it again, besides even doing a session zero for streaming, if I were to do a podcast, there's podcasts that will rehash who their characters are every time, or they will record something and then they'll put it out there. Yep. I've I would probably go. I would introduce the player care. I would introduce the player characters and the players, just to make it, you know, easy done. Brett, Brett is playing blah blah blah. Yep. We did Blake it. The reason, blah. yeah, the reason for the streets of Avalon, Chris um, and I, we we all decided at the time, like Tom's like, hey, let's all do it. Our Tom runs nights and a night, so he's been yep. doing actual Blake Cup podcast since you know Hector was a pup. But <clears throat> one of the reasons to have the players do it, and this is again a style thing is having Tom say who he's playing, Brett say what he's doing, Sean say who he's playing, your voice is now connected to the name. So when they hear the name, they hear the voice, right? right? And they, they, so there's that. And then we basically recorded it, cut it, and then Chris just put it at the front of every episode, just as a quick reminder type of thing. But your way is totally legit too. And I think that that just continues to underscore, like how the hell are you going to do this thing, right? Right. How are you going to do it? That's it's a uh, yeah. I don't know. I think the other piece, and now <clears throat> everyone on the not not everyone, but lots of people on the Twitter mentioned it, and I know you brought it up to me here, and, and it it does make sense, right? If you're going to put this out there, and this goes to the scrutiny piece, and some people don't like being on display, and some people are really good gamers, you really want to play with them, they're having a lot of fun. Technical issues can be a son of a bitch if you're not in the same room, right? So if you're playing at a table with a complicated setup with your trapezoidal table and this huge fucking, you know, practically TV show production values. Good for you. Lucky you. Um, but when you're doing like what Sean and I are doing, if we're running it, we want to stream it. Somebody's doing the streaming stuff. A lot of times I have to snag Sean cause I don't know enough about it. I just haven't put the time in to learn it. But somebody has a technical issue or they're, we're playing, everything's going fine. And, my wife walks in the room behind me to get to get a book off the shelf. No one gives you shit, right? I'm making this up. But if she walks back there, grabs it, sometimes that just people are like, oh, my God, we, we get very self-conscious suddenly because we're on display. Right. It can freak people out. Like, where, who's looking at me? What's being done? Did I wear the right shirt? Is this good lighting? Some, and some people could give two fucks. And some people are like, I do not have my camera on because guess what? My Internet is bad today, but I really I'm going to play anyway. So I'm just going to do voice. We've all had, I shouldn't say we all, but I have at least encountered that in a number of different online gameplays where somebody just has a shitty internet day like you did, Sean, <laughs> like they brick their router and they're streaming on their phone. And you're like, okay, um, we're not, it's not live, you know, but they're just, I, I'm not, I'm not publishing it for anybody. It was just an online game we were running. So-and-so had to go without a video because it just, it was too laggy for them. 
And if you are trying to have a production of some kind, this is that session zero conversation again, is that, do you have a decent mic? Do you have a 1080p camera? Are you using your iPhone? Are you doing, some people don't care and some people it doesn't matter. And some of it is all the same. It's all the value of the show and whatnot. But some people have a level that they're anticipating. And if Sean, if you're going to run a stream and I want to be part of it and you've got a level of, let's just call it professionalism or technical savvy that you expect everybody in your game to have, you better be clear on that because it can be, it can be rough. You know what I'm saying? If people, if people show up with less than top end equipment or whatever the case is, or a shitty mic or a really noisy house or a dog that's constantly barking or a cat that's always on in front of the screen, this can piss some people off when you're trying to stream stuff and it annoys the hell out of some people. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I know you're a stickler for sound and that type of quality. So I know that that's near and dear to your heart. I think that there is a look. It goes back again to why you're streaming or or putting it out there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't give two shits what Sean thinks, and I say Sean is in me or the general public, great. I mean, this there was a person on Twitter that's like, "Hey, I think I'm being attacked here," and I said, "Okay." Great. So you don't give a shit if your sound sucks. Help me understand why you don't care if your audio quality blows. Of course, I put it more delicately, but I wanted to know. Like, it didn't make sense to me, right? Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna put it out there, why wouldn't you want to set it at at least a certain baseline? And he said the players didn't. Uh, he or I think it was he. The players didn't want the tech to get out, get in the way. It, I can listen to it later and help me become a better game master, like listen to my yep. uh, goods and bads. And then, um, so I'm like, well, what about, you know, pros- 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 prosperity stake? Like, are you going to just, you just want it to kind of like reflect upon your, you know, your group reflect upon it and whatever. Uh, yeah, essentially. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. But then, you know, don't go soliciting viewers or listeners like, Hey, listen to our show. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, Hey, we put out a shitty show. We know it. And we're, we're going to want you to listen to it. Now on the flip side, you don't have to, you know, there it's, it's also a podcast kind of thing. Like people are going to listen to us and then they're not going to listen to us. And the reason is going to be all over the place. But I think with the competition with po- specifically podcasts, the bar, I mean, there's like millions of them out there. And if you just kind of like, well, your first impression is the sound of a transistor radio, they yeah. better have some pretty damn good content or you can, you, you appreciate the and topics anybody, that they're talking so about. Know. Anyone listening doesn't know what a transistor radio is. Go find your grandpa. Transistor radio. <laughs> Probably should explain that. Like, <laughs> uh, I think so. Back to I, I think you're dead right, Sean. It comes to the the goal, right? If your goal is to, I really want to be entertaining. I want to be. If your goal is legitimately like, look, I want to be better than, you know, 
Matt Colville. I want to be better than Matt Mercer. I want to be, I want to have this kick-ass blah, blah, blah. Eric Frankhouse does a really good stream production. He puts some great stuff together. Um, we were part of what, um, uh, of the Blades in the Dark game. And I thought that was a great, Craig did a great job on that. The production value, I'm like, holy crap, that's probably one of the nicest yeah, he did a pretty good, streaming he did a really shows good job. I've ever been on. That was awesome. Um, I think you can be better than Critical Role. Oh, I absolutely. think you can. Oh, I think can. they have some parts of their show that are that could be better. And they got pros, man. They they got people sitting behind a mixer and a freaking yep. video switcher, probably a telecaster that's pretty high end, but did they I mean they could do you know, instead of the three panel, three pa- four people, three people, and this person, you know, Mercer at the top, when he goes to talking to somebody solo, he could switch it to one-on-one. Doesn't do that. But that's that's okay. That's their thing. That's their setup. And that's either tradition, what people like, what the fans enjoy, and so on. And I think if you're doing this because, like, look, I don't care about the quality. I don't care about this. And we're just doing it for fun. Fun is a legit reason to do it. If it's just a hoot for you and your team to produce this thing and throw it out there and if you love if you guys sit around and get a giggle out of everybody who bags on you <laughs> on you because you've got bad sound quality that's that could be funny and but I, I guess at the end of the day is it sounds goofy to say but if you really want to do it go ahead and do it someone's going to ask you and someone's going to going to give you that scrutinization and say hey you know your sounds kind of bad it sounds like you're in a tin can in the bottom of an ocean, or it sounds like everything's muffled, or I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like the way this person sits, I don't like this person's approach to their character, I don't like the fact that the story... You're, you may get all that, maybe you care, maybe you don't, but I think just making sure you're clear with yourself and everybody on the gr- in the group shares that same vision, you're going to have a hell of a lot easier time. Because even if it's like, look, we're supposed. our fun is that punk rock vibe. Mixed in my garage, and I know three chords. That's a vibe you could totally do. You could absolutely pull that off. Sean would never listen to that. Don't do it. Sean wouldn't listen to it. But what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is that I, I'm not going to tell somebody that you can't stream your role playing game unless you have a certain level of high end quality, and you can't. Po- I won't let you produce a role-playing product because you have not hit this arbitrary bar that I'm going to set. I, I can't say that. You know what I mean? I can. Oh, you can because you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah. you, you get what I'm saying? Or you, yeah, you, you, I, totally I You don't agree with me, do you? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I don't know. I've got so much to say. There's so many things for this thing. This I don't know. It's yeah. I don't know. I guess it, yes. What do you want to do? How you want to do it? And then I would set it up so you're 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 wanting to produce it in a particular way that's going to be consumable. And um, that yeah. And you know, it's a creative endeavor. You're going to yes. freaking get people that are going to tell you it sucks. And you have to be able to say, okay, it's not, yeah. it's not your jam. We got Mud Skipper and a couple others on my YouTube channel. You know, that's fine. It's it's okay. Because I think the thing is with mud, people like Mud Skipper and some other folks that are like, 
dude, I was wanting mothership to be serious, and you guys are a bunch of, you know, laughing knuckleheads, and you didn't take the game serious. What's up, Game Master? I can reflect on that and say, okay, big, you know, I think they're off the deep end a little bit on their approach, but to say that I don't think about their legit beef would be complete false. I think yep. like, wait a minute here, hold on a second. Could I have made that better? If I run an alien game, do I want to portray a certain feel for that alien game? Like, okay, humor's okay, but maybe it's not as much. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe I need to set the tone of the game, which isn't even streaming. It's just a session zero component, right? So run the game and then determine how your format for your, your podcast AP or stream is going to be just like a podcast. I don't think a stream should be treated any differently than a podcast. And a lot of people don't know how to, I don't want to say how to podcast, but there's so many things that they could do. They just have to kind of pick a direction, hone in on it, and and follow it. Well, it's the way very they much want. a yeah, it's very much a do it do it yourself, the DIY vibe in the the hobby, right? It is, and I, I think people they do I, I research, but they don't ask the people that are actually doing yeah. it. Like there was a guy on Twitter that's like, I didn't know. No, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know how to do it. So, of course, I bought this mic. I set it in the middle of the table. And the audio quality sucked. I didn't know how to do this or that. And I'm like, why didn't you ask somebody? Yeah. <laughs> like, Damn. There's, There's like a lot shit of tons of podcasters yeah. out yeah. there that'll tell you, like, don't buy that fucking mic. It sucks ass. Why do you have a Yeti snowball in the middle of the room? Ah, oh, for Christ's sake. It's terrible. Right. Yeah. Right. Live and learn from our mistakes. Yeah. So you can, you know, you want to still do it that way. That's okay. But at least you'll know why it's the way it is. I honestly, it, when I thought about the topic before we got to it, whatever, and just to kind of beat the dead horse a little bit again here is, you know, why are you doing it? And if you have a good reason, everyone's with it. And when I say good, it's just something that you and your t your crew buy into. Like, yep, this is why we're doing it. We all get it. And this is our this is our jam. This is why we're this is why we're streaming this game, why we're doing an actual play. Good, great, awesome. Stick to it. When you have that, it becomes a rudder to start a guide you by type of thing, right? Hey, we're here to teach games, man. We are here to teach people how to play Power of the Apocalypse games. That's why that's all we play because that's our goal. With this actual play podcast stream, we're doing PBTA. That's our jam. Okay, cool. Great. Good on you. That's your thing. When someone says, hey, how come you guys don't ever play anything other than please read the, <laughs> the description of our mission statement type of thing. And when you have that, when the, I Sean and I actually. I want to interrupt sorry. quick. I well, don't I think guess. it's a bad thing when somebody says, how come you don't do anything else other than PBTA? Because they're telling you they like how you how you roll and they like Absolutely. your show and they may find uh, they may have a, a gaming bias that they prefer other things other than PBTA, but yes. they like you as how you produce it and entertain and how you go through the rules and explain how things are going to happen and and entertain. So don't take that as a knock. Nope. You, but that's okay if you don't want to play anything else other than yeah, PBTA. And, and I want to play anything else but 5e. Hey, you know, that's okay, yeah. right? And a legit answer back is because we don't want to. 
right? I, you're, uh, unless, unless you're being paid <laughs> to, in a certain, you know, to do a certain thing, the answer could be, yeah, that's not our thing. I appreciate your comment. Thank you very much. Moving on. But I think having that, the reason why you want to do it is in it. It's a very do it yourself. You could say, look, we just do it because it's fun. Everybody seems to be doing it. We thought we'd try it. And holy shit, when we stream our games, we as a group feel our game is up. It goes up a notch. We get into character more. We have better stories. We are having more fun streaming our games than when we don't stream our games. If that is a thing that which is con- conceivable and may very well be what's going on, that's fucking awesome. Do that because sometimes watching people. So I'll tell you right now, Brett. I when I look at it, Brett does not think watching somebody play a role playing game for hours on end is at all entertaining. That's just not me. There's a lot of people like that. Yes, there are. They'll even but, stream. Yes, and they don't watch people play. Hmm. Yeah. And that's fine. I, I was the same way. Like I could not, I couldn't grok actual plays for the longest time. Podcast, same thing. Only until some of those Delta Green, um, like Black Project and Mayday plays, did I like, oh, you know, I don't even know how I got too, tuned into them. Probably because it's just Delta Green and I saw them come up on Twitter. And I'm like, I'll give them a shot because I, I can't follow. Sometimes it's hard to follow me personally, um, fiction. Mm-hmm. And when you have multiple characters going out, if I zone out for 30 seconds, like, what just happened? Like it's driving yep. down the street and passing houses and you realize you're already down the road. So it, but I, I agree. But then again, I go and stream, like I'll stream a game. The thing though, is that you found something that grabbed you. Somebody listened to our show and said, Hey, I like these two knuckleheads. I want to listen to these guys because they're fun. They're funny. They have some insight I like, or right. I just like them because they're, they're personal friends of mine. So that's why I listen to them. You find you, a connection. Yeah. And if yes. you have, if you have a show and your show is basically the band, look, we want to stream our stuff every week, same bad time, same bad channel. And we're going to throw that sucker out there because my crew and I have a blast doing it. We just like doing it. And our goal is because it's fun and we just like sharing how much fun we're having with anybody who wants to watch us. That's a, that's a absolutely legit. That's another component of the do it yourself approach. You're like, look, that's what we're going to do. And you can well end up with a bunch of followers that love you or two followers that have a good time. And they're like, yeah, look, is it the world's best sound quality? No. Could they maybe have a better X, Y, or Z? Yeah. But my God, this group is fun. Oh my God. Look at, look at them go. This is just so much fun to watch. These folks are having a blast. That may not trip Sean's trigger. It may not work for me, but it may well work for somebody else. And that's why I'm saying in in the interest of like, don't be the gatekeeper kind of guy, I'm not going to tell you, you can't put a show out there. Oh, of course. And then I would never go yeah, that far. No, no. And I'm not saying you wouldn't, man. I, I'm just yeah. saying, you know, be honest with yourself as to why you want to do it. And the honest answer could well be like, look, my friends, I just like doing it. It's, it's, it's this goofy little fun, kitschy thing we like to do. Good. Keep going. Do it. There's, there's a, there is something to be said about. I don't know if it, you could learn games through that for sure. Mm-hmm. Some folks have alluded to, but it's also I find it uh, specifically with I producing it. I like listening to the game or shows that are well produced because I can go how did how did they pull that off? 
they put, okay, interesting. They put in like subtle sound effects for a little bit of immersion. I like that. That's awesome. Nice, nice touch. And having done it, I know how much work that shit is. Like that is no freaking joke. Like recording an actual play and then producing it with like, oh, they get out of a car and you hear the car door shut. They got to find all those sounds and they got to find where to put it, put it in there. It is a pain in the fucking ass. So kudos to people that do that and do it well. But yeah. it's also a way to find out how me personally, I like listening to how game masters approach their group and how they narrate the story. Because I, I think, honest, I, yeah, I was good. Go let ahead, me Brad. jump in. I honestly think, man, that that's the thing. The people I talk to that enjoy watching um, and actually watching a live stream or watching an actual play is they want to see how the players and game master do play. their job. Sure. Which is because I can read the rules and figure out in most systems when to roll my advantage or when to roll my disadvantage, when to roll 2d6, when to roll 10d6. But how did Craig Shipman know when to call for X in that Blades and Dark game? That's the thing I want to get. Yeah, I why did he let it. this go, but <clears throat> then he called for a check later? Yeah. Like, does yeah. that matter? Maybe there's something behind it. Oh, interesting. He did it that way. Huh. Okay. Good to know. I grab more stuff out of actual plays that I've listened to when I uh, pick up Nights and Night periodically. <clears throat> or even when uh, she's a super geek, I grab a couple of those sometimes mm -hmm. just to listen to this because they would play some what I would consider off the wall. I'm not, I've never heard of this fucking game before. What right. is this thing? Yep. And you listen to it like, wow, that's pretty cool. And for me, some of it was how are they, how are they implementing the rules? I don't necessarily grok the rule per se because I haven't read it. <clears throat> that's fine. This is how Brett learns. But listening to them like, huh, okay, I got you there. That's neat. That's neat how you did that. Because it's you're clearly using something in the game. You said so. You're not teaching me how the rule works per se, but you're showing me and teaching me effectively how you implemented it or why you chose to use it or change it or do whatever whatever the fucking game master magic or player magic that you're pulling out. That's some cool stuff. Sure. So I think <clears throat> I think that's a big that's a big driver. From from my perspective, anyway, and the people I've talked to, my friends who enjoy it, my kids who like, oh yeah, I like watching it. And I ask AJ why. He goes, well, well, it's kind of fun, it's entertaining. Poke him a little bit more. He's like, well, I learned. Well, they had some really good examples of like how to describe stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. They had a really good description. He, he listened to it because he wanted a really good description because he wants to be a better dungeon master. Well, fuck yeah, dude. Go for that, man. Re listen, AJ. Go. Go listen to him. Yeah, it's like, it's so interesting. You know, it's interesting. Uh, <laughs> it. What do they say? You know it when you see it? it yeah, you know, art's it, art. It's yeah. art. It's pornography. It's good. It's bad. I, right, some of it yes. Is, it's That's so, what it is. It's right. so hypo Some of it, not hypothetical. Excuse me. It's so... Objective. It's objective. Thank you. Yeah. The ob objectivity of it is like, or subjective. Or subjective. Objective. Yeah. All of the subjective. objectives, whatever they are. Subjective. It's all, yeah, it's all but it's, it's, it's a, um, shit, God bless it all. Um, it, it's a craft. I, like I, I've brought this up before. Game mastering is a craft and playing can be for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. But can be. It's a, but honing it is tough and people know a shitty game master when they see one or when they encounter one, experience one. And, 
finding out what is a good game master can vary, no question. Mm -hmm. But I think that we can, some of us can agree that there are methods that game game masters can introduce and follow where it is universally better, a better experience. It doesn't have to be good, but it may be better than something else. And that's all, it's all an opinion. But when it's there, there's books out there galore, how to game, there's podcasts, Christ, 300 some episodes on game mastering freaking role-playing games. Yes. And yet it still goes on and on and on and on. And it's because we're trying to unlock certain things that may make our games better, which may, if they make them better, whatever that is, however you define it, could be more enjoyable mm-hmm. and it's a better experience. Sometimes and, somebody has bottled a piece of the lightning bolt, right? It's like there's this wonderful lightning thing we all want to bottle and grab it because we have this idea or this thing we want to throw out there and like, oh my God, Sean really nailed this thing in this stream. That's great. Oh, I like that idea. Oh, Mercer did this thing. Oh, I like that. Oh, what this person do? Oh my God, what the hell is she doing? This is awesome. And, and we steal from stuff like this constantly. And it's, I, I think when, the, when we, you and I have talked about like the golden age of gaming where all the shit's available, right? The other thing right now is like, if you want to see a shit ton of people run and play role-playing games, you can do that right now. Yeah. So if you in multiple never... languages, yes, in, if, get up it, on a yeah. Sunday or Saturday morning, man, you can watch some some uh, Russians play D anD. Yeah, and I think one of the cool pieces about, and this is kind of flying in the face of Sean's desire for quality, but listening sometimes to <clears throat> the gold standard ones, the big heavy production ones, and some of the heavier do it yourself, a little, you know. A couple folks trying to figure out how they're going to make this work, and they've, they're doing the best they can with what they've got. But when you're bouncing around through all of those components as a new player, a prospective player, or a game master, somebody who wants to try to figure something out, understanding that the entire spectrum is there and that people who told Matt Colville he shouldn't be a game master because he's not a professional actor, you know right away that person's just a douchebag you should never fucking listen to because look at the spectrum of people all streaming different things at different levels and different qualities and and so on you're like well boy i really like this game but they all use you know a super expensive um virtual tabletop that i am not in a position to afford i can uh, we, we have to use the free freest stuff we can because my group and i doesn't don't have the cash there's people doing great stuff with the free shit right well they got really good models and figs on the table and oh man there's perfectly good theater to mind stuff out there Right. All the different levels and variations are available. And I think the the cool part about doing it, if you choose to do it and you've got your you, you, <clears throat> you know what you want to do, you've got your goal, you're doing the best you can with what you got and you're, you're pushing out there. One of the cool things that you're doing, in my opinion, the highest end, the highest level of what's cool here is when even if you never meet the person, somebody saw your thing and goes, "Ooh, that's fucking cool. I can do that. I can run that game. Or I like that idea, you know, that just getting somebody to do it, to try it or whatever, that's, that's pretty wicked. Even if you didn't teach them the full game, even if through watching me run a game or listening to my actual play, you don't learn how to run 5e, it doesn't matter. I got you interested enough that you went, ooh, what's more? Well, I want to learn more about that. That's a pretty cool thing. So there's, there's some power in it. 
Yeah, there's something to be said about wanting to watch a, an actual play because you're interested in the game that they're playing because you haven't played it before. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, Zweihander, got it. How does this thing work? And if you can glean it to some degree through that play uh, that they're displaying, that certainly helps, and that's that's pretty big. So I honestly think, Sean, you you do this a little bit with the – where you take a system, you kind of break it down. Like, hey, this is how this actually works. You know, you've mm-hmm. done a few of those, and I think that I've got is Cold Shadows <clears throat> queued up, but I'm not sure I like it. It's kind of long. But... I'll tell you, man, that is a. I, I think that's you, the way I, I want to do void. it. I think it's a void in the well, in the in the streaming section or the display piece because how you learn, how I learn, and how other people learn is not easy to do, and it's very difficult, in my opinion, to have a fun gaming session and teach people who aren't at the table. <laughs> you know, I'm teaching a nebulous group of people who may or may not have the questions I'm answering. Ah, it's, it's rough. It can be rough. Anyway. The way I want to produce those is literally with a, I don't have, maybe I'll set it up now that I've cleaned this place up. Um, but I want to do it like, okay, it's going to sound, sound kind of corny, but I want to do it as, multiple players or at least one game master to one player. And I know there's probably some APs that do it. I know, I mean, shit, even Satine Phoenix and uh, um, Chad Parrish were doing that early on. You know, how to play the game. They have the game designer on. Game designer would roll them through like a specific encounter and go through the rules. Like, Mm -hmm. this is how you play. And it's awesome. But what I want to do is sit down and go, okay, Instead of going through a YouTube video and going, okay, let me explain to you how the core rule set of Cold Shadows works or what a um, you know spell duel works in DCC, because some people are like, great, it would be great if you could implement that into play and show it like while you're playing instead of like talking out a rule book, which I understand. Like I get it. Oh, yeah. Well, again, that, that's a different way. Some people will hear you talk yes. about the rule book and like, oh, I got that. Cool. I know how to do that. And they're done. Right. Right. All, another person is asking a question. Yeah, but can I have an example? You know, because or can I have another example or a different example? Because that's what helps them learn. So it, it's a tough it's a tough road to hoe, honestly. So I want a camera on like me and a con- I'm going to switch to a camera on me and be a game master going, OK, here's how we're going to do this. You know, we're going to go through this out. This is what the things mean. Okay, that sounds good. And then actually pan through the character sheet. And the person can ask questions and they go, okay. So it's more, I guess, for lack of better words, live, like real scenario, role-playing game scenario, like you would encounter at the table. Yeah. That, where's this on my sheet? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right, man. Anything else? No. I, I think, don't think so. I think at the end here, the other piece is that if you're not streaming your games, dude, that's totally fine. No, I it's have... not. No, it's not. I don't know why <laughs> Brett says stream. all this. I don't know why Brett says all this is okay and that's okay. <clears throat> why do you do that, Brett? I just gotta put I the foot know. down. Put the foot down. It's not okay. Everyone must stream all games at all times. All the time. 
If it's not your bag, it's Brett not your is, bag. Brett is That's the fine. captain obvious of stuff. Like I am. If you if you don't stream your game, it's okay. Do you know how many? Don't I tell see, me there's I, a lot of people that think that they should have. I to. see <clears throat> no, but I see people on Twitter and other places where new upcoming people are getting stuff, and we'll be talking about streaming. We talking about doing stuff, <clears throat> and sometimes people don't want the pressure. They're like, hey, I want to play a game. Yeah. I like playing with you guys, but I don't want to be on display this week. I fucking I had a shit I had a shit week. I really I don't want to deal with any scrutiny. I don't want to deal with anybody watching me figure out how to play this game. I, I don't care. I don't want to have to, you know, dress nice to be on the fucking pod to be in a goddamn game. I want to show up, you know, <clears throat> my sweatpants and my t-shirt and play the goddamn game. I want to have just relax and not deal with anything. Because for some folks, it's it's work. It, um, yeah, it can be stressful. And it's not for everybody. <laughs> not everybody likes yeah. to be in the public eye, man. No, I get it. Oh, I get it. I, I that, absolutely that's what, agree. That's what I'm saying, is that if it's not a thing for you, don't worry. It's totally fine. doesn't make you a lesser game or anything. And I know, like you said, it's Captain Obvious there, but when when we talk about something for a little over an hour, <clears throat> we we can accidentally drive an idea into people's heads like, hey, this is if you're gonna do this or like it's um something. But anyway, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Don't screw up your game group by saying we want to stream. Because then yeah. you're funny, you might have gamers in your group that are like, Man, why are you gonna screw up a good thing? Yeah, why are you fucking with my game, man? <laughs> We're all having fun. Stop doing yeah. that. I don't want to be on a stream. Streaming's diff streaming and podcasting is different though. Like if you put on an AP during a podcast, you know, what's the expectations of your players and everything? And there's a whole, you know, that's a different thing. Some people are maybe okay or better with just audio pieces. Oh yeah, because it can get edited too. If somebody's gonna edit out my ums, my un my, you know, uncomfortable long pauses, my uh er uh whatever, you know. It, that's that's helpful. Doing it live, some people feel like they're standing up and giving a large presentation to an unknown audience, and that can be very difficult. Yes. Yeah. All okay. right. All right. That's enough of that. Let's move that's on. That's it. We don't have any die roll this. Oh week. my god! No Dude, die rolls. I can I can point you to some YouTube videos on how to remodel your house. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> If you want that in the die roll. No, we're hit, fine. We're good. Hit me up. I'll uh, send you links. How to get electrocuted in two easy steps. <laughs> 110. It doesn't hurt as bad as you think by Sean Kelly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I can do it live. It's no big deal. I got lit like three times. I'm like, all right, that's enough. I got to find the breaker to this goddamn circuit. Turn this shit off. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, man. Next week, we're going to talk about modifying encounters on the fly. What? Yeah, that one came up in the old uh, forum, so I want to bring that one out. So that's what, we'll be, that's what we'll be talking about. Fudge dice. That's all you need to do. Yeah, just lie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it makes shit up. Lie to them. What the hell do they know? Anyway, you good, man? Uh, I'm good. Hey, thanks, everybody, for showing up. Uh, sorry we didn't record on Monday. Thanks for showing up on Wednesday. But we'll uh, we do back. normally record. Yes, we do. Live Mondays at 8 p.m. Central Time at GamingAbyss.com forward slash Twitch. He'll get you there. Otherwise, go find us on your podcatcher of choice and hit subscribe and listen to the episodes very audio. Or if you find this on YouTube, give us a like or subscribe. 
really appreciate it. Otherwise, thank you very much. I'm Sean. And I'm Brett. Good night and good game and all. This episode of Gaming and BS produced with help from the following BSers. Vornak, Bob Fletcher, Roger French, Kevin Keneally, Miniature Master Tendros, Mike Coleman, Wayne Peacock, Michael O'Holland, Chris Shorb, Orcus Dorcas, Todd Sharp, Craig Shipman, AWOL Trooper, Quigley Malcolm, Larry Hollis, Isaiah Aries Christian, The Duke in Purple, Ed Nyes, Jay Plata, Adam Grote, John, Phil McClory, $1 Adventure Frameworks, Eric Frankhouse Presents, Daniel Garrett, Jim Ingram, Rory Weston, Mike Hess Jr., Ghost GM, Hoos Carl, Eric Tavola, Cole Cago, Henry Newcomb, Militia Bashinsky, Harrigan, David F. Baylog, Rich Wishon, Brian Rumble, Aaron Coleman, Jeff Goad, Aaron Ralia, Niall Diamond, Maurice Corey Gonzalez, John Kayward, Jeff Seifer, Andy Olson, Michael Dinos, Eric Avia, Perry Besor, Laramie Wall, Brian Kurtz, Robert Nemeth, George Sedgwick, Eric Sauls Vaddle, Angus, Corey Welch, Josh Wallace, Howard Bishop, Craig, Sky, Chad Gleeman, Mark Richman, Ron Bishop, Larry Hout, Curtis Takahashi, Christopher Lang, Old Scoozer Roleplaying, Jim Fitzpatrick, Ray Otis, Jared Rasher, Stefan Dragonspawn, Roger Braslett, Craig Huber, C.W. Mellencamp, Dan LaValle, Eileen Barnes, Brandon Barnes, Pure Mongrel, Merkel Froelich, Mark Tasaka, Jason Hobbs, Chris Steele, Andy Hall, Eric Jeppesen, Tony Sugarloaf Baker, Old School DM, and Joe Swick. Hey, interested in playing some games? Maybe trying something new? head over to gamingandbs.com forward slash games. It's going to take you to a forum post. In that forum post, they'll point you to a spreadsheet where game masters are putting games they're willing to run for fellow BSers. There you can sign up. Or head over to the sheet that says players, and then you can put down some games on your wish list. Maybe a game master will catch it and run it for you. Anyways, it's a good opportunity for trying new games and playing with new people. So again, head over to gamingabs.com forward slash games. Thanks, BSers! This has been a Litterbox Studio production. production.